You are listening to the weekly podcast of True Praise Family Worship Center in Miami Gardens, Florida. We pray you enjoy today's message.
Praise the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God, our Father, from our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. I want to apologize, of course, tonight. Amen. For getting on a little late. Uh, but you know, when you deal with this technology, um, <laughs> it has a way of doing what it wants to do. Uh, but we thank you again for joining us tonight. I want to challenge you tonight as we go into the Word of God. Uh, do me a favor, tag uh, 10 people. Let's go with 10. Every individual who's on, tag 10 people. Uh, and let's get the number up of those who are hearing the word of God tonight. Amen. Thank you again for joining us tonight. I'm Bishop Kevin Williams, pastor of True Praise Family Worship Center located in Miami Gardens, Florida. Amen. Again, thank you for joining us on tonight. Uh, let's pray and go quickly into the word of God so I don't believe you too long due to my lateness. Kind Father, in Jesus' name, Father, tonight, as we come to share your words of truth, Father, touch these lips of clay that I declare truth and only truth. And no flesh of glory in your presence. Cultivate the heart, mind, soul, spirit of your people, God, to receive a word with gladness and to change, be changed thereby. I Amen. promise you, sermons all over said and done. I will not take glory to myself, neither share with another, but I'll take glad to you be glory for thou alone worthy praise. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Again, thank you uh, for joining us as we uh, go into living life in the word on tonight. Amen. Pray that you've had a wonderful and blessed day uh, on today. Amen. That you have a wonderful night on tonight as we share the word of God. Amen. Uh, I want to continue. We've been talking about uh, uh, spiritual growth and the importance of spiritual growth. How God wants us to grow. He's provoking us to grow in our relationship and our knowledge of him as God uh, in this season, this time that we're living in. Uh, I believe that uh, the Bible says that the earth among the grown for the manifestation of the sons of God. Amen. That they're waiting for the manifestation of us to come forth as the sons of God uh, to reveal who we are. Uh, and in order for that to happen, we uh, have to have an understanding of who we are in God and our relationship with God. And so it's imperative that in this hour that every believer begins to grow, that we come out of a place of stuck and a place of stagnation. Uh, if you look around the church, uh, uh, the ecclesia, the body of Christ, uh, globally, you'll see that it seems as if the church or the believer has come into a stuck place in our relationship with God. And in that stuck place, it is causing uh, a lot of believers to go after false gods and to go to get involved in various things because there's a cry, uh, I believe, in the earth. Uh, from people who are saying, if this is not going to work, let me find something that's going to work for me. And so I believe it's important that we in this hour start teaching the importance of people in the kingdom of God, growing in the knowledge and understanding of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, so that we're not tossed to and fro with every wind and every doctrine. And this is the hour, believe it. The Bible said the, the enemy is trying to uh, deceive the very elect of God. It is his desire to deceive us, to fool us. But the the Bible says that God will not leave us ignorant of his devices. And so I believe uh, that's why God has watchmen on the wall who are teaching the truth of God's word so that the believers will not be hoodwinked, bamboozled, led astray, or run amok by the enemy yeah. and be deceived that we don't receive the promise of God. And so again, I believe we've got to grow in our knowledge and our relationship with God like never before. And so tonight, as we've been talking about uh, growing spiritual, importance of growing spiritually, I wanted tonight to talk about some hindrances that will hinder us from growing because I believe there are a lot of us who are being stunted in our growth. Now, there are some natural things that are stunting our growth and mm -hmm. I will, I'll deal with them another time, like uh, when you allow people to be your influence and cause you to stunt your growth uh, instead of focusing on God himself. But I want to talk about some other things, first of all, and we might get into that in another time. The first thing I want to talk about, one of the first hindrances 
do our spiritual growth as believers is a lack of prayer. A lack of prayer is one of our hinges. Our first hinders is our growth in the body of Christ. Of body of Christ, a lack of prayer or a lack of an effective prayer life can lead to the lack of direction mm -hmm. and discernment in one's life. When we lack a, a, a prayer life, it leads to a lack of discernment and direction in our lives. And so that's when we become tossed to and fro yes. because we lack direction and lack the hearing of the voice of God as believers. And hear me, saints of God, the devil, uh, there are many, too many voices in the earth in this hour, and we cannot ill afford to miss the voice of God. Uh, uh, we must understand, believer, prayer is mm -hmm. powerful. It is a powerful weapon of the church. Yeah. I know we've talked for years. We've heard for years. Praise is our weapon. Can I share with you before you praise mm -hmm. that prayer is your weapon? Because hear me, believer, prayer is not a one-way thing. It is not a one-way thing. It's not where you just talk to God, but prayer is a two-way communication with God. It is when you talk to God and God is able to talk back to you. He's able to give you direction, give you discernment to see what's going on. The Bible says he'll do nothing in the earth unless he reveals it to his sons, yes. the prophet first. We must understand, believe it, that prayer is, an, is not only an opportunity for us to talk to God, but prayer is also an opportunity for God to speak to us. Us. You must know and believe, believer, that God hears us when we pray. And that's why the enemy is discouraging believers from praying because he knows, as Jesus says, Father, I thank you because I know that you always hear me when I pray. And so the enemy is trying to stop the believer we're praying because he understands that when you pray, something happens. Can somebody holler on the screen when I pray, something happens. You, 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 you got to know, believer, that when you commune with God, that something happened, that God hears you. Uh, we draw closer spiritually to God when we're praying. Uh, we, when we spend time with God, that God hears us. Not only does he hear us, but he responds to us. And it is imperative that we get back to the lifestyle of prayer as never before. It's amazing to me if we call a funeral, a eating, or a singing, folk mm -hmm. will come to church. Yes. But the moment we call prayer, everybody got something to do because the enemy does not want you to pray because he understands there is power in prayer. Yes. Even in our own personal life, isn't it amazing? We could spend hours watching TV. We could spend hours on Facebook. We could spend hours on YouTube. We could spend hours on anything but prayer. Amen. I know most of us, myself included, we have good intentions when it comes to prayer, but how many often can we honestly say that we have a consistent prayer life, a life of prayer, because the enemy has watered down the power of prayer in the life of the believer, because he understands that the more you commune with God, the greater you grow in your relationship with him. Think about it. I, I posted this uh, 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 the other day, and I hope y'all catch it in, in your spirit, uh, uh, that uncommunicated expectations are, is the killer of most relationships. Wow. What I'm saying to you again, uncommunicated expectations 
expectation is the is the killer of most relationships. In other words, if you don't spend time in prayer and God is unable to communicate to you his expectation, it kills your relationship. So any relationship that you have with a person, if communication does not happen, the relationship will not last. Whether husband or wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, just regular friends, platonic friend, whatever kind of friend it is, if you do not communicate or talk, the relationship will not last. Many of us have been in relationships, and when you when you when people call to you and you counsel, first thing you say, uh, they don't talk to me, they don't, they don't communicate with me. And here it is, God is saying the same thing about us as believers, that we refuse to talk to him. We don't communicate with him. And therefore, if we don't talk to God, then God has no reason to talk back to us. And so prayer is that two-way communication whereby God is able to communicate his expectations to you and you therefore are able to communicate yeah, your expectation yeah. of God, that what you desire from God, what yeah. you want from God, and God is able to give you direction and clarity of yeah. your life. Let's go to Jeremiah. Jeremiah 33, Jeremiah 33 and, 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 and 3. Uh, somebody holler, let's get back to prayer. Let's get back to prayer. Uh, uh, Jeremiah 33 and 3, uh-huh. Call unto me, uh-huh. and I will answer Here, but God says, God says, if you communicate with me, yes. I will respond. The enemy has fooled the vast majority of us to think that when you pray, ain't nothing happening. He makes you feel like uh, he, he becomes a problem, especially uh, y'all excuse this terminology, but I'm gonna say it, in the African American church because we think when we pray we ought to feel something, <laughs> and if we don't feel anything, we think God is not listening and He's not responding. But communication is not based on a feeling. How many times have you sat and talked to somebody and you're saying something to them and they say, "I hear you." Just because I'm not looking at you don't mean I don't hear you. Just because I'm not responding the way you want me to respond does not mean I don't hear you. You ain't got to feel me. You just got to know that I hear you. And it's the same thing with God, believer. Stop praying, expecting to feel chill down your spine. You ain't got to always lay out on the floor. You ain't got to roll and do three flips. But you've got to know that when you call, God says, I will. I guarantee you yes. there will be a response. Can somebody holler, there will be a response. There will be a response. Is it calling? I will answer you, huh? And show thee great and mighty things. God said, He says, not only am I going to respond, but I'm going to show you something greater than what you've ever experienced before. I'm going to show you, I'm going to display my power. Hear me, believer. When you go into God in prayer, you've got to have an yes. expectation that I'm coming out with something. Yes. Not, not hear me, not just coming out with material things, not coming out with growth. I'm coming out with power. I'm coming out with an anointing. I believe the problem, one of the limit in this hour is we want things but we don't want power my God. We want material blessing, but we don't want power. But I'm looking for a church in this hour who's saying, I want to grow up in God that I can grow in power, wisdom and knowledge in my relationship with God because somebody, the world is looking for an individual who has power with God. Somebody holler, I want to have power with God. Power uh, with he God. says, so call, call him in, I will answer you and show you great and mighty things, uh -huh. which thou knowest not. He said, I'm going to show you some stuff you never experienced. My God. I'm 
I'm saying, I, I want you to hear me, believer. As you grow in God, what God starts doing, He starts giving you mind blowing experiences. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, that's why the old saints say, Every day with Jesus gets okay. sweeter okay. than the day before. Yeah. Uh, every day with Jesus, I love Him more and more. You've got to understand that God, when you go to God in prayer and God responds, He's not only going to show you something, but God's going to say, I'm going to show you something you've never experienced before. Yeah. And that's why the enemy doesn't want you to grow in your prayer life because He don't want you to experience the next dimension, the next level, the next realm in God. Amen. Let's go first Thessalonians, first Thessalonians of five and, and seven seventeen. Very very familiar portion, very very simple a portion of scripture. First Thessalonians five and seventeen. Pray without ceasing. The simple, simple scripture. He says, pray without ceasing. Here, here's the thing. Uh, he writes to the church to pray without ceasing. But here's what I noticed in this text: pray without ceasing. Uh, it is no subject, which means, first of all, the subject understood, the subject is you. Mm -hmm. That whoever's reading the text, he says, I'm talking directly and didactically to you. The next he says, pray without ceasing, which is not an asking, it is a command. Mm -hmm. He, he says, I want you to pray. I'm commanding you to pray. I'm commanding. I'm demanding of you that you would have a consistent, solid prayer life yeah. with me. And this is the thing you must understand, believer. God is not asking you to pray. God is commanding yeah. you to pray. That your posture must be a posture of prayer in this hour. The old saints would say, if you don't pray, you won't stay. If you don't fast, you won't last. Mm -hmm. And that's the true saint of God. You're going to have to pray in order to make it through this next season and this next time. Prayer is your weapon. It is a thing that's going to cause you to grow in God. Let's go to James. James 5 and 16. Read James 5 and 16. Confess your faults one to another. He, he, he says, listen, he says, tell each other your issues, your struggle, your trespasses, one to another. He, 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 here's a dilemma uh, uh, with, with, with a lot of us. Uh, uh, when you don't have a proper prayer life, <laughs> when people confess, share their transgressions, their, their shortcomings, their failures, you don't know how to handle them. Mm. But when you have a consistent, constant prayer life with God, God matures you with how to handle information. Mm -hmm. I want somebody on this live to understand everybody can't handle private information. Wow. That's, good, <laughs> That's why he that dwelleth in the secret place. <laughs> Everybody don't dwell in this secret place. So God can't share mm -hmm. with everybody, neither can you. But confess your transgression one to another, huh? And pray one for another. Hear, hear what he says. He says, see, see, prayer, prayer is not just about you communicating with God concerning you. It's about you communicating with God to those you're connected to also. That when you pray, that 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 when I tell you my struggle, when I tell you my issue, when you are mature enough, see, mature saints can handle the issues of others. Mm -hmm. Immature saints like to talk about the struggles of others, but mature saints know how to handle the struggles of others mm -hmm. and keep it. They know how to handle it and to move forward and take it to God in prayer. Mm -hmm. So he says, listen, uh, uh, confess your fault, your transgression one to another and pray for one another, huh? That ye may be healed. This, 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 is our, this ought to be our prayer posture for every believer, no matter what they're going through. And heal is not just the healing of a physical disease or ailment, but healed and made whole mm -hmm. in every area of our life. Read the rest of the text. Effectual. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man. Hear, hear what he says. 
he says the the sincere mm -hmm. the sincere prayer of a righteous a person who is in right standing not because they ain't did nothing wrong right standing because they have faith or believe God, he said, that prayer has much power with God. But you don't get an effectual fervent prayer unless you have a constant relationship with God. I, I, I know we, we, we uh, in our humanism, we say it about friendship and relationship. Uh, we could not talk for how long, and then we pick up like we always been talking, but that don't work with God. <laughs> Uh, you 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 can't not talk to God for six, nine, eight, ten, twelve months and years and feel like you're just gonna pick up like you've been talking to him all the time. No, because in in, in that time, and the truth of the matter, even your friend that you do that with, y'all ain't in the same place. Y'all just pretend y'all in the same place because there's some stuff that's transpired between that time frame that they ain't told you. And trust me, in that time frame, they didn't got a new friend. Ooh, y'all don't like to preach it now. <laughs> and so there must be constant communication, constant talking, yeah. constant relationship that you build a relationship and trust. And so if we're going to grow spiritually, we must keep a constant prayer life yeah. before God. Point to tonight, as I heard, point to it as we're going to grow spiritual. A hindrance to our spiritual growth is a lack of Bible study and meditation. Wow. Lack of Bible. Now, when I say Bible study, I'm not talking about what you're doing tonight, sitting on a live or sitting in the church service, uh, somebody teaching or preaching the word of God. I'm talking about when you take the time to study the word of God yourself. So when a person does not study and meditate on God's word, you must understand, because through the study of the scriptures, here's what we learn. Through the study of the scriptures, we learn the divine nature of God. We learn the plans and the precepts of God. Mm -hmm. We learn the sinful nature of man and God's redemption for man through Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. We learn the nature of man's kind enemy and how the enemy is defeated through Christ. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we learn God's spiritual guidelines for godly living. So when we get in the word of God, there's a lot to be gleaned out of the word of God to cause you to grow. Learn his divine nature, his plan and precepts, uh, the sin nature of man, God's redemptive plan, the nature of man's enemy, the devil, and how the enemy is defeated through Christ Jesus. And we learn spiritual guidelines for living godly. That's why the enemy don't want us to stay in the word. Because there's a lot you get out of the word of God. So the enemy don't want, listen, the devil don't mind you jumping, yes. he don't mind you shouting, he don't mind you speaking in tongues and running around the, the building, but the devil don't want you to spend quality time in God's word mm -hmm. because he understands you grow thereby. That's mm -hmm. why the Bible says the desire, the sincere milk of the word, that you can grow thereby. And so mm -hmm. the devil don't want you to get in the word. See, that's why, hear me, they don't like, they don't like this, but that's why you can't get caught up on just hype in church no more. That's right. You know, there 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 are times there 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 are times when 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 I go out to eat for for a meal, um um that I just want the meal. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I I don't I don't I don't want no dessert. Uh -huh. I, I just want the meal. I just want yeah. the solid food. Yeah. I don't even want no appetizers. Uh -huh. and, and, and 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 I just want the solid meal. Now the other times I come, I'm gonna have an appetizer. I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy the praise and the worship. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I'm gonna have the meal. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, enjoy yeah. uh, the solid tea of the Word of God, mm -hmm. and then I'm gonna enjoy the dessert. I'm gonna enjoy the hoop. Uh, all right. But I don't go out to dinner to uh -huh. say, just give me straight dessert. No. 
Because first of all, I already know the dessert going to run up my pressure and my sugar. Uh -huh. Y'all don't want to go with the future. <laughs> and, and, and some of y'all, that's all you do. You you a spiritual diabetic. You 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 have you you you're living off the substance that is not able wow. to sustain you, and you don't recognize that it's killing you. Because if you don't recognize it's killing you, because when your sugar go high too many times, it starts destroying other organs in your body. Yes. And when you are just living off the dessert of the word wow. of God, when you're wow. living off just the hype and the holler yes. and the screams and the antics of oh. a church, then you don't recognize that you are not growing thereby. And every wow. now and then you gotta get yeah. sat down and be. Talk the word of God. Jesus, that's good, Bishop. My that's why the enemy don't want you to hear the word of God. No, that's why the God. enemy, they don't know, uh, 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 the enemy wants you to be a shouting dummy. Well, you just bucking. What you bucking for? I don't know, but we're bucking. You just screaming and hollering at, oh, we had a move of God. Why? Because wow. you felt something down your spine? But did you take something home that you can live off of? That when the enemy comes against your life in different areas, do you have word to tell the devil it is written? Yes, yes, yes. See, a sign of spiritual growth is when you can regurgitate not only to God, but you can regurgitate to your situation. Yes. You can regurgitate to the devil what the word of God says. Mm. Because when it is needed, the Holy Ghost will bring all things to your remembrance. But you can't remember what you don't know. You can't My remember what you've not studied and meditated on. Teaching. Go, go, second, second Timothy 2, 2 15. Study to show thyself approved unto God. It was, he'll, he'll, hear what Timothy says. Timothy says, study here, here, and I, I've read this scripture 102 million times, but, but, but just now, just, just tonight, notice, notice Timothy says, study. study. Timothy did not say read. Mm. <laughs> Timothy said study. study. Timothy said research. Right. Timothy says dive into dissect. Right. Uh, Timothy, Timothy says, I want you to take the time. See, 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 we 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 are fascinated with the process. Oh, I'm gonna read the Bible in a year. Yeah, you read the Bible in a year, but did you study the Bible that year? Right. Because just because you read it don't mean you studied. And a whole lot of us, let's be true, a whole lot of us are what we're doing in the Holy Ghost. You got cliff notes in the spirit. Because you know when you were in school, Ooh, when, a, when the professor gave you a book and told you to read the whole book, you go by the cliff notes. Because I'm not going to read the whole book. I'm just going to read the part that I think going to be on the test. But here's this something that I discovered about God. You don't know what's going to be on God's test for your life. And so you better eat the whole roll. You better get in the word of God. You better dig deep in the word of God. He says, study to show thyself approved unto God. Be diligent to yes. present yourself approved to God. Oh. A worker who does not need to be ashamed, yes. but rightly dividing the word of truth. Yes, ashamed how? You're going to be ashamed when the test comes. My God. Because guess what happens when the test comes and you ain't studied? You're going to fail oh, the test. Yes. Y'all on y'all 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 remember I'm, I'm, everybody at one time or another. I know I was a pretty good student in school, but there, there were a couple of times where I was determined I wasn't gonna study, I wasn't gonna do it. And I can always tell when I had a bad grade, because when you had a good grade, the teachers would give you the paper like this. But when you had a bad grade, they turn it and put it down and we don't want nobody to see it. Well, there's a whole lot of us in the spirit because you've not taken time to study the word of God when the test is coming in your life. God is saying, My 
And that's an indication. That's why you're backsliding. That's why you're giving up. That's why you're shifting to and fro and talk to and fro. Why? Because we're not studying the word of God. But it's time to study so that you won't be ashamed. Yes, yes, yes. Let's go to Joshua. Joshua 1. Joshua 1 and 8. Joshua 1. Joshua 1 and 8. Somebody holler. It's time for me to study. It's time. It's time for me to study. It's time. And listen, it's time. Hear me. Stop just studying other people's notes. Study your own notes. When are you going to seek ye out of the book of the Lord and read? When are you going to do that? When are you going to take the time to get your Bible? Because I want y'all to hear me. Don't just get a Bible. Get a concordance and all other type of books because you got to read and research different things. Here's the reason why. Here's the reason why. I said some. Somebody said something today. Uh, I, I posted something the other day, and I, I, I said it's amazing to me mm-hmm. that young people don't have a problem with no other quote-unquote God. Y'all just got a problem with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and so, once somebody who I know he responded on, on my post and, and said something, uh, you know, about he has a problem with Jesus because he don't believe in Jesus and Jesus is not God and, and all this other stuff. He did his research, mm-hmm. and so I responded to him. Well, I did my research too. Mm-hmm. You need to check out who you use as your reference for your research mm-hmm. because I know it to be. I know what I know to be true. Uh-huh. You're going by what somebody else told you, but mm-hmm. you got to check out the quality of the researcher who researched what they uh, shared with you. And that's the problem why you got to study for yourself because if you don't study for yourself, you go by what other people have said, Come but on. you got to check out the researchers. Let me check let me give you let me give you let me, let me prove my point. I, I remember years ago. I remember years ago. Yes. Some of them folk gonna get mad, uh, but it's okay. I don't mind y'all getting mad. I remember years ago. I, I was a big proponent. Uh, of the Dakes Bible, most of us have purchased Dake Bible. Bill, big Dake Bible. You know, you 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 wasn't really a preacher unless you had a Dakes Bible. You you had to have a Dakes. And, okay. and, and so I took some time and I had a Dakes Bible. And although Dakes Bible has some wonderful stuff in it, I I I did a little research on Dakes. And and so when I discovered uh, uh, about Dakes, that Dakes was racist. Wow. So in Dakes' uh, 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 illustration of the creation of man, Dakes bring the illustration of the creation of man as if man was only a white person. Mm. So because I researched Dakes, okay, yeah, let's cross you off from this because your research ain't biblically based. Your research is not historically based. Your Mm. research is not scientifically based. Your research is emotionally based. Wow. What I'm trying to tell you, you got to be careful who you use as your reference to research who Jesus is, because there's some folk who don't believe in him already. So, of course, their research is going to say he ain't real. My God, today. So you've got to research the researchers. So study to show thyself approved. You've got to study for yourself. Stop just waiting for Tuesday night. Stop waiting for your Wednesday night Bible study. Stop waiting for somebody to get up on a Sunday morning. But study the word for yourself. So we're going Joshua 1 and 8. Joshua 1 and 8, huh? The book of the law Uh shall not depart out of thy Uh mouth. But shall but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. Now hear what Joshua does. Joshua again, he ain't asking. Joshua was the captain of the Lord's host. He was the captain of the children of children of Israel. So Joshua wasn't asking them, uh, uh, y'all, y'all, y'all don't don't let the word of God come, but depart out y'all mind. What y'all think y'all want to meditate on? No, 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 Joshua, no, 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 no. I, I ain't got time to play with y'all. I, I ain't got the time for y'all to vacillate between what y'all gonna decide to do. Joshua said, listen, if you gonna roll with me, here's the requirements to roll with me that the book of the law should not depart out of your mouth, but you should meditate on it day and night. Joshua said, if you 
going to grow in God, you're going to have to stay in God's word day yes. and night, yes. night and day. You're going to have to be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth fruit in the season. Joshua tells these people, if you're going to grow in God, meditation in the word of God is necessity. You must do it. It is not a choice. It is a must happen in your life because Joshua says that you may observe to do according as written therein. Joshua said, because if you don't know the word, you can't live the word. So can I share what you believe in? If you don't know the word, you wow. can't live the word. Y'all need to holler that on the screen. If you don't know the word, you can't you live the word. the word. So a lot of us, the reason why you're struggling to live the word, because you don't know the word. Wow. Because if you know the word, then you will have a, you, the word will correct you in your life living. Here he says, he says, it, it, all that is written therein. Joshua said, you've got to get every, every, every crumb that is written in the book. You can't pick and choose. You got to eat the whole roll. It's going to be bitter in your mouth, but it's going to be good for your soul. Read, read the rest of that text. That thou mayest observe uh -huh. and do according to all that is written uh -huh. therein. For then. Stop. For then. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. So 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 uh, um, from a mathematical standpoint, this is written as a proof and a theorem. Okay. Okay. Written as a proof in a theorem. Uh, uh, Joshua says, unless you do clause A, <laughs> you won't get part B. Mm. If you don't do this, you won't get this. You can't get this without doing this. I don't care who you are, yes, how annoying yes, you yes. think you are, how wonderful you think you are, how many dreams and visions you have in that night. Joshua says you will not get this if you do not this. If you don't meditate on the word day and night and do what is written in he says for then. If you don't do it, then you will make your way prosper and then you will have good success. So Joshua says if you don't meditate on the word of God, you will not be prospered. If you don't yes, meditate yes, on the word yes. of God, you will not have good success. Yes, it is connected yes. one with another. See, here's the problem. What a lot of women says, you're going to make your way prosper and have good success. We only connect that with My money, housing, cars. But that ain't what Joshua's talking about because God had already promised them the land that overflowed with milk and honey. But My Joshua was not talking God. about them getting a house and a car. Joshua was talking about them having prosperous relationship with God, that God would be with them. God would be their portion. Yes. Because what would a good man give in exchange for a soul? What would a prosper a man to gain the My whole God, world but lose his soul? Joshua's saying, if you want to prosper, if you want to have good godly success, let me put it that way. If you want to have the success that God wants you to have, then you got to meditate on God's word. Because through his word, he will give you discernment. Through his word, he will give you direction. That's why the enemy don't want you to get in the word. Hebrews, Hebrews 4. Hebrews 4, Hebrews 4 and 12. Hebrews 4 and 12. Oh, God, help me tonight. Wow. Hebrews 4 and 12. For mm -hmm. the word of God is quick uh -huh. and powerful. And let, me, let me give you another translation. This is the first part. The word of God is living <laughs> and powerful. He <laughs> says quick, but another translation says the word of God is living. The, the, word, the word of God, the word of God is a living document. It, it ain't a dead document. You, 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 you know, you know, uh, 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 um, even uh, in my job, in my job, uh, 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 we, 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 we're told we, we have to sign most everything in blue ink. 
and, and we sign in blue, and according to them, we sign in blue ink because it is a living document. It it is forever. It is a perpetual. It don't it don't when you sign it and date that date don't stop it. It is perpetual. And so you got to understand that the word of God is a living. It is a okay. perpetual okay. document. Okay. It goes from generation to generation to generation mm -hmm. to generation. Mm -hmm. It don't just stop with you. It don't just stop with your mom. Yes. It don't just yes. stop with your children. It goes from generation to generation. So the word of God is a living and powerful uh -huh. and sharper than any two-edged sword, uh -huh. piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit uh -huh. and of the joints and marrow uh -huh. and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So, so here's what the, God, the word of God does. When you get in the word of God, mm -hmm. it discerns, it shows you what you really think mm -hmm. and what's really in your heart. Yes. Amen. Because had I not had the word, I would not know what sin was. If I didn't have the word of God, I would not know how to get right with God. And so it is a discern. The word guts you open to show you you. It allows you to see how far you are from yes. the mark of what God has called you to, what God has called you to grow to. And that's why the enemy don't want you to get the word of God. Let's point to point three. I got two more points. I'm going to just get all four points tonight. The next point. The next point uh, what hinders our spiritual growth, our growth is lack of fellowship with other believers. Uh, lack of fellowship with other believers. Without fellowship with the right people, it can be difficult to grow spiritually. That's good. I know a lot of us think I don't need, I don't need nobody but the Lord. Y'all, y'all, y'all need to stop that. <laughs> I know somebody, somebody super religious got mad. Y'all, y'all need. To, I don't need. I got Jesus, and that's enough. No, 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 no. Because everything God does in the earth realm, he does through a man or a woman. Mm -hmm. So see, see, that's why I tell people, as I told somebody today, I, I believe I believe in Jesus and therapy. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah, yeah. I got Jesus, but 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 you need some therapy. You, yeah. you, you got Jesus, yeah, I know. But you need you need human, you need human form to help you through. Yes. Jesus, yes, is wonderful. He's great. I love him with all my heart. But God put people in place because he wanted you to have fellowship. Amen. Even here, 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 how powerful, how powerful uh, 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 likeness is of mm -hmm. us being flesh and flesh, human, human. Mm -hmm. That even when it came time for God to save us and redeem us, he could not redeem us in his spirit form, in his God form. He had to become flesh to redeem us because yeah. like kind relates to like kind. It, it, it's amazing. That even in school, as, as, as uh, a, a teacher in school, uh, I recognized years ago when, when I taught school uh, that I could stand up and I could teach a lesson forever and, and, and thinking kids get it. And then maybe a couple of kids who, who don't get it. And I could pair them with another child. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And somehow that child mm -hmm. is able to explain to them what I couldn't convey and explain to them for hours. Because, because sometimes lightness mm -hmm. is what helps you. Okay. And, and for a lot of us, that's why the Bible says we overcome him, the devil, by the blood of the Lamb, but by the words right. of a testimony. Because sometimes it you need to hear somebody else's so testimony. So in the fellowship of the saints of God, yes. that's why how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together mm -hmm. in unity. That's why I want y'all to hear me. That's why the enemy is trying to bamboozle and fool mm -hmm. most of you as believers about I don't need to come to physical church. I can just go to online <laughs> church. No, no, baby. The lack of the fellowship will keep 
keep you from going. We'll show it to you another way. I recognize this even as a school administrator. And that is when we went through this COVID period and children were learning from home, they were being taught from home virtually. I noticed when kids came back to school, they had lost all their social skills. They know how to say please. They know how to say thank you. Mm-hmm. They know how to relate to each other. And again, mm-hmm. I, and I, I'm I, I'm at a very decent school, mm-hmm. but but a school that that for years we we saw basically no fights. All the we we all of a sudden we start seeing arguments and disagreement with kids, and we had to go back to teaching them the primary things mm-hmm. of how to be able to socialize and to deal with each other. It's the same thing in church. I want you to see how the enemy does it, that he has divided us so much about us coming together and fellowshipping that we lack compassion. One for another, My and God. so what we do, we just judge each other, dog each other, talk each other, or talk about each other because we lack the compassion and the fellowship that happen. But when we come together, and you feel me, and I feel you, because see, let me tell you something: when you come into the household of faith, you have a relationship with God through prayer. You can pick somebody up in the spirit. You can feel that burden. You can carry that burden. You can pray them through. But you can't do that through this. Oh. Y'all quiet now. I know for y'all simply, oh, the Lord, no, 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 no. you got spirit going to connect to spirit. And you've got to recognize sometimes you proximity does something to people. Yeah. That when we're in proximity, I can feel you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's how the enemy don't want you to be in fellowship one with another, but he wants to keep you from feeling each other. And My so God. fellowship is great for the believer. Yes. <clears throat> when you have the right people around you, yes. uh, 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 the, the right people, they edify you, they build you, uh-huh. they encourage you. That's why the enemy wants to yes. keep you by yourself because the devil knows that he can keep you in isolation and he can keep you by yourself. You become easy prey for the devil. Oh and what the devil wants to do for easy prey, he wants to kill you in your infancy. Oh. Notice, notice, you notice if you ever watch Animal Kingdom, mm-hmm. Animal Kingdom, that most of the time, uh, lions, whatever kind yes. of animal it is, they, yes, they, they right. always try uh-huh. to get either the weakest link uh-huh. or the babies that's just been born. Absolutely. Because if I can separate the baby from the mama, he's easy prey. I'm going to kill him in his infancy mm. and I ain't got to worry about him ever getting big enough. Because see, sometimes when, when a, 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 a lion or something like that try to attack a large animal, they end up getting injured or killed themselves. Mm-hmm. But they know a little prey can't do nothing to them. Uh-huh. A little small baby animal can't do nothing to them. If they can get them by themselves. That's what the devil is trying to do with a lot of you as believers. He's trying to lure you off by yourself where you have no strength, you have no defense because there is strength in yes, numbers. God up. help us today because one could chase a thousand, yes, but two, ten thousand. Yes. So can you imagine what would happen yes. when hundreds of us get together yes, that we put God. the devil to flight? We send yes. the devil back to where he come from. When we come together and that's why the enemy tried to kill our fellowship. Mm, 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 mm. Huh, huh. Because what he wants to do he no 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 what you know he has a hard time mm-hmm. he he discourages us from fellowshipping with believers but he encourages us to fellowship with unbelievers come on come on come on <laughs> say it to you again <laughs> he'll discourage you from fellowshipping with believers uh-huh. but he'll encourage you to go to activities with non-believers uh-huh. Uh-huh. you can't go to church because uh-huh. you're afraid of this that and the other but you can go to a concert all quiet. You you can't you can't go to church, but you can go to a movie theater. Mm. 
Mm. Yeah. I ain't said nothing wrong with going to a concert. I ain't said nothing wrong, 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 going to the movie. But what I am saying, when you're able to go in fellowship there, but you refuse uh -huh. to go fellowship uh -huh. in the household of faith, something is wrong. But understand, fellowship with unbelievers can lead you to backsliding and spiritual yeah. corruption. It is therefore important to guard yourself against the wrong kind of influences yeah. as you grow in your Christian faith. As you grow in God, you got to be careful about yeah. who you connect with. Your teaching, sir. Okay, okay. Go, go. First Corinthians fifteen and thirty-three. First Corinthians fifteen and thirty-three. First Corinthians fifteen mm -hmm. and thirty-three. First Corinthians mm -hmm. uh, fifteen thirty-three. Read, read. Uh huh. Be not deceived. Don't, don't you be fooled. Mm -hmm. Evil communication mm -hmm. corrupt good manners. Hear what he says. He says, "Don't be deceived. Evil company corrupts uh -huh. good behavior." <laughs> he says, "I don't care how spiritual you try to play." Mm -hmm. If you hang out with bad company all the time, it's going to change your mm -hmm. behavior. It's going to stunt your growth. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. I'm, let me show you something. I feel, I feel a deep people. I feel a deep people. Oh, but Jesus, Jesus, Jesus hung out with, no, 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 no. Jesus ate with the wine builders. Jesus ate with the tax collectors, but Jesus ate with them to convert them, not for them to convert him. <laughs> Y'all don't like the preacher. So if you're gonna be with an unbeliever, you ought to be converting that unbeliever. So how am I convert? I'm gonna bring them to the household of faith. I'm gonna bring them into fellowship. Yes. Isn't it amazing? You'll invite people to a party, but you won't invite them to a praise party. Hmm. You'll 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 invite them to 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 your all white party, mm -hmm. but you won't invite them to communion service. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you you won't invite them to a, a worshiping service. Mm -hmm. And so we fail to recognize that, that our fellowship, who we connect with, is detrimental to our spiritual growth. Some of us, you are spiritual pygmies right now because who you connected with. Mm -hmm. Oh, you go, 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 Second Corinthians uh, 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 6. Second Corinthians 6. Second Corinthians 6. Oh, Second Corinthians, mm -hmm. Corinthians 6, verses 14 and 15. Be ye not unequally yoked uh -huh. together oh, with oh, unbelievers. He, he, let me give it to y'all, y'all, Monday. He said, don't hook up. <laughs> Don't get connected. Mm -hmm. Don't intertwine your soul and your spirit. Mm -hmm. Let me bust this bubble with, with some of y'all. Because see, some of you think a soul tie is only when I'm sexual with somebody that I soul tie. Mm. Mm -mm. That's not that's not how a soul tie works. Mm. The, the, the term soul is your psyche. It's your seat of your emotion. So you can have a soul tie with people you ain't never been sexual with. Mm. You can have a friendship soul tie, mm. a platonic friendship, mm. and it becomes a soul tie. Mm. That their soul, their emotion, their way of thinking, living, and behaving ties to yours. And before you know it, you're doing what they do. My God. Mm. Some of you, that's how you started drinking when you got, you got saved. You start hanging out. Y'all quiet. You start going to happy hour with your co-workers. Look how y'all looking. Yeah. And before you know it, I'm just going to have a little sippy sip. <laughs> little sippy sip. <laughs> now you're a drunky drunk. Oh, Jesus. Mm -hmm. Because you got a soul tie. 
And it is stunting you. Now, I'm not talking about whether it's right or wrong to drink, because I know the scripture said, be you not drunk with wine, where it's excellent, but be filled with the spirit. So I already know the Bible says, drink, don't get drunk. I, I get that. You ain't got to give me your revelation. What I'm trying to tell you is to deal with the soul tie that you can find yourself in by who you connect with. So the text says, be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. You cannot hang out with. They can't do something. An unbeliever is your best friend, something wrong somewhere. But they, what they do don't impact me. You allow, it does. It does. You're right. you, you just don't recognize its impact. It sure does. You, you don't recognize how it's hindering you. You don't recognize how it's messed up your thought pattern. You don't recognize it. Yes, sir. Read, read the text. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? He, he says, he says, he says, what, what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? Mm. What, what fellowship has has a person who has faith and walking right before right with God has to do with somebody that breaks the laws of God? Mm. What fellowship do you have? Well, he, look, he says, what y'all got in common? You, 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 you ever met a couple? I, I, I'm sure you have, but I, I know I have. Too. And you look at it and like, what they ain't got nothing <laughs> in, in common. Uh-huh. You'll be surprised the number of people who married people they ain't had nothing in common with. And that's why well, that's one reason why they, 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 it can't last because they ain't got nothing in common. You like white and I like red. You like pink and I like blue. We ain't got nothing in common. You like up and I like down. You want it hot, I like it cold. We we ain't got no. We can't read the same books. Wow. Nothing in common. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? Mm-hmm. And what communion had light with darkness? Uh huh. Read. And what concord had Christ with Belial? What 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 connection does Christ have with the devil? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? He, he, he asked a question. What connection do you have? And so when you lack the fellowship with believers, you don't recognize that hooking up with unbelievers is stunting your spiritual growth. Mm. Because what? Think about it. What what spiritually are they pouring into you? Mm, mm, mm. Okay. Let, me, let me get the point four. Let me get the point four. No, I'm about through. Point four. Point four. I'm, I'm, I'm going to end with point four tonight. Um, um, that the next thing that hinder, hinder to our spiritual growth is listening to bad, false doctrine. Listening to false doctrine. Listening to false doctrine. Because false doctrine can hinder your spiritual growth. When a person mm-hmm. spiritually feeds himself with the wrong information, such doctrine will corrupt the person. Mm-hmm. So when you start, and I've said this to, to the saints of my church for a while, that that's why y'all y'all got to be careful. Y'all watching all these YouTube pastors, and oh, oh now you decided, oh you 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 part of this church in Africa and India and Asia, <laughs> and you 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 part of all kind of stuff, and you listen to all kind of crazy doctrine. You you need to learn. Hear me, you and I, I learned a long time ago. And they, they're doing this in the school system. I may not agree with how they're doing it, but but they're doing. You got to learn to vet. The information That's right. that you're receiving. That's Find right. out the source of the information that you're receiving. Mm-hmm. Don't just take it because just, just because just because it's on on social media don't mean it's true. At all. Just because it come on TV don't mean it's reality. Mm-hmm. 
You, you see, you you ever and I, I've said this for years, and, and and anybody who knows me know this. That that's why I'm being honest. I I don't I don't I don't I've never been a proponent of Christian television. I'm always I, I ain't saying I don't watch Christian, but I'm very selective of who I watch on Christian television. I learned a long time ago. My grandfather taught me a long time ago when you know, my grandfather we we, were, we grew up we, we were we were Baptists and so we didn't mm -hmm. we didn't we didn't too much do the whole Pentecostal thing. Mm -hmm. And so when I start going to the Pentecostal church or, or, or holding this church, he 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 didn't want to discourage me. So what what he would say to me? He said, "Here, Kevin, you you got to go over there like you eating fish." You got to learn to eat the meat but spit out the bone because uh -huh. the bones the bones will kill you or make you choke. My so you got to be very select. You got yes. to do the same thing when you sit and right. watching all these. Uh, uh, some of y'all on everybody platform that come on social media, the prophet this and the prophet that. If you type Amen, you're gonna get a miracle in 24 hours. If you touch the screen, you're gonna get. Y'all better stop all this fools. That's false doctrine of hexes and curses. And some of y'all, you touching the screen and you typing Amen. <laughs> Or if you, if by the end of the day, I'm gonna send you a hundred. Stop going for all that foolishness, that false doctrine, that false teaching mm -hmm. that's leading you astray and running you a month. Yes, and you're feeding your spirit there, and now you become corrupt. Mm -hmm. You you listen to people. Oh, tithe, you shouldn't tithe, and you shouldn't do this, and you shouldn't. Y'all listen to all these people that's coming up with their own ideology, their own doctrine, and you're wondering why you're stuck and you're misconstrued and your growth in Christ is stunted because you've got to be careful what you feed, not only your natural body, you got to be careful what you feed your spiritual body because what you intake will hurt you. Yes. Huh. God warns us through his word against obeying false doctrine. Yes. And also he warns us to avoid following false prophets. Mm -hmm. Stop yeah. being tossed to and fro with every wind and doctrine. Stop going behind everybody that said they're a prophet. Just because they told you their name, your name. Mm -hmm. Told you your address. Hear me. You, you, you. See, this is what y'all got to be. Y'all got to be wise of in this day and time. There's going to be a lot that's going to go in his name. And they're even going to do miracles in his name. Mm -hmm. But he said they ain't of me. They may be doing things that, that, that you see, miracles, signs, and wonders, but you got to check out the fruit. They're not of God. Like, like recently, I, I don't even know who, who it was, but, but some man of God starts saying, um, 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 you know, when people follow, flocking to him the whole nine yards, and, and he starts saying something about um, 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 sex outside of marriage ain't sin. Because he's single. <laughs> so he said sex outside of marriage ain't sin. Okay. That fornication, what he said, fornication is when you are married and you have like, what? And they falling out, they gone. What? Yeah. Yeah. So we go for we go for stuff and go behind false teachers. Because because you, you you let a sign or a wonder or a miracle fool you, but you ain't sticking to the doctrine of God's word, and that's why you're stunted in your growth. Mm -hmm. And so now you're showing all your money, all your check to false stuff, and now your spirit has become corrupted. Mm -hmm. And now, before you know it, you got a demon. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. A person who follows false doctrine and false teachers is a person who is not only deceived, mm -hmm. but that person also has deceived themselves. Wow. Let's, let's go to Matthew. I'm getting these three scriptures. I'm done. Matthew, Matthew 24 and 11. Matthew 24, 11. 
and many false prophets shall rise uh -huh. and shall deceive many. Here he says, and this is the day we live in. False prophets are rising up. Let me tell you something. The social media platform and COVID has released the spirit of false prophets. Because mm -hmm. everybody can get on here and say the Lord said. Mm -hmm. Everybody can get on here and say the Lord said. And here's, here's, here's the thing. I, 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 I even watch. I've watched. Not because I'm so into it, but I've watched. I just, I just, it, it, just, it just trips me out how gullible sometimes we become. That they're on social media. They ain't giving you no word, biblical word. All they're giving you is quote unquote a prophetic word. I hear God, and, and most of it ain't word. Some of it's word of wisdom, word of knowledge, and some of it ain't even that. Some of it's just some foolishness they made up because they know you gullible. Y'all mad now? Nah. I ain't sure? gonna get a hard. I ain't gonna get a light you, or nothing. There you go, because you teaching good, sir. So he said, many, many false prophets will, will rise up. Okay, go, go First Timothy four and one. I'm gonna be through First Timothy four and one. I got one more scripture. I said, I'm, I'm gonna let y'all go. First Timothy four and one. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly uh -huh. that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith. Uh huh. Why, why are they gonna depart from the faith? Read. Giving heed to seducing spirits. Deceiving, seducing spirits. Uh huh. And doctrines of devils. Doctrines of devils. That means this is gonna be doctrine that's contrary to the word of God. That people we gonna start giving in to. Why? Because we are stunted in our spiritual growth. It has hindered you because you're giving in to false teacher you give in some of y'all just give into the hoop and the holler but you ain't growing in god jesus go oh, down god. to verse number 16 and i'm through hallelujah glory to god take heed unto thyself uh -huh. that un and unto the doctrine continue in them he, he, he says take heed watch 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 yourself and watch the doctrine you receive continue in the doctrine. he said the truth of the doctrine of god that's what you need to continue in. Mm -hmm. Y'all need to stop opening yourselves up to all these new doctrines that are contrary to the word of God. Yes, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You see, see, here's what gets me. Thank you. I, I, I'm being honest. I honestly, I don't ask God for, for all these great revelations. I ask God to help me fulfill the revelation I already have. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm having a hard time fulfilling the revelation of the 66 books. Mm. So I don't need DC. See, our problem is we start when you start looking for super greater revelation, you're trying to outdo somebody else, mm. not because you're trying to get to know God. Because mm. you want to be the first to say something. Mm. That was a wild factor. Mm. No, you don't seek revelation for a wild factor. You seek revelation so that you can get closer to God, Amen. that God will reveal himself to, to you yes. for you. Yes, yes. Take you to a new dimension in him. So he says, take heed to yourself and to the doctrine. Continue them, for in doing this, uh -huh. you will save both yourself and those who hear you. Yes. That's purpose. Mm -hmm. That's a hindrance to yeah. our spiritual, our spiritual growth. Now I'm even gonna give you the last one, but I'm just telling it to you. The last one is living in sin. Mm. Living in sin will hinder your spiritual growth. That if we live in sin, mm. I don't say if you sin. I say if you live in sin, there's a total difference. Because all have sin, and can I, can I suggest all will sin and fall short of the glory of God. But should we continue in sin that grace would abound? God forbid. Paul says it in a, in a strong language. 
in the, in 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 the, uh, 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 in his language. He says in the strong language. He says, "God forbid." Y'all, those who know me, you know God. God forbid means hell no. That's what Paul said. Paul says, "Should we continue?" They asked Paul, "Should we continue in sin that God's grace may abound?" Paul looked at them in the church, and Paul said, "Hades, no. Don't you continue in sin because sin will stunt your growth in God." Pray tonight that something was said will bless your life as a believer, yeah. that you'll be strengthened, you'll be encouraged in the word of God, that you will grow thereby. Pray tonight that this word of God will strengthen you because more than anything, it is my desire as a believer that you would grow. Father, tonight, the word that we shared, I pray that it takes root in your hearts and soul, the mind, and spirit of people, that they will grow thereby. And they will be changed, that you'll be glorified. Father, that we'll let nothing hinder our growth in you yes. to be all that you called us to be. Now, Father, I thank you in advance for what we're about to receive. In Jesus' name, Jesus. Amen. amen. Glory to God. I pray again tonight that you're blessed by the word of God. Amen. If you're blessed by the word of God, amen. Share this broadcast with someone to let them hear the word of God. Amen. That there'll be no more hindrance to their spiritual growth. Amen. Pray for you that God will continue to bless you. Amen. Show the screen is an opportunity to give. However the Lord should uh, encourage you to give, thus, thus give. How the Lord lay upon your heart to give. And you see the ways to give. Zell phone number and the cash app is on the bottom. Dollar sign JK Love 1920. Amen. As always, amen. You know that the bishop Love the people. And I know the people love the bishop. Have a blessed evening, and I'll see you Sunday morning at 9 a.m., 198.10 Northwest 14th Court. There's a miracle with your name on it. God bless you. Thank you for joining us. Please like our podcast and leave us a five-star review. God bless, and have an amazing week.